0: Hello and welcome to Straight Dude Date Night A show where two straight dudes go on a date and they review it My name is David Stallings and I'm one of the straight dudes
1: And I am Ricky Rivera, the other straight dude
0: Today we just went and saw the, at a fan event We got an early showing of the new Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves movie Uh, I feel like the majority of people have been going Huh, it could be really good or really bad Mm -hmm. There's no in-between on this I I I'm pleasantly surprised with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know that there was uh, a lot of drama before this movie came out, and yep, even even afterwards, I heard people saying like, my only complaint is that I heard this when you're in the bathroom. And they were like, my only complaint is that it's a Hasbro movie. Yes, and they were just so upset by that. the <laughs> The people
0: who are big, because I, I saw this drama. This was like a month ago. Uh, the the wizards of the coast did not has not been very fun with their fans recently and then just so
1: the ones that made the game yeah or own the game at least right?
0: yep and then the fans one thing i know about the D D community is that they're they're very they get very up in arms very quickly so that was the big thing that i wasn't sure if this movie would succeed or not
1: so we'll see you this weekend <laughs> we'll see i mean they had a whole issue and that issue has since been resolved So hopefully it does well
0: Yeah They burned some bridges I'm sure there's some people out there Who are like I'm still not seeing it And fine But As a movie by itself Even if you don't know the D&D stuff This is
1: a good movie That's a lot of fun uh, Yeah This this is fun
0: Like way more I, I wasn't sure if this was gonna be a movie That's like This is only for people who know the lore Or if it was gonna be like We're dropping all the lore
1: And they bridged it very well <laughs> Yeah 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 I thought this was gonna I honestly before we watched this I thought they were gonna do a lot To cater to people who don't know what D&D is Yeah And I really feel like they did a good job Meeting in the middle Because there was like really Like for for us who have played the game yeah. We were like she's cast wild shape like seven times <laughs> yep what the heck she is beyond a that's a level she, 20 druid yeah, she's like holy level, cow she, yeah i only know up to level 20 i'm pretty sure it's like four you're maxed out she's yeah. done it eight times in this one in like 10 minutes yep <laughs> so for like us you know whatever but but for fans like that's a lot of fun and that's yep. fun to bring people into the game and want to play it and even with like because the lore around d
0: d and around the forgotten realms which is the world they world setting they were using the, the fact they were able to really show the lore and all of the different factions in a cohesive way I'm surprised at how how well put together it ended up being that it never felt confusing right yeah no it, it was pretty simple story it's pretty fun I think that will be put to the test as I try to do the synopsis. <laughs> yeah of, of this cuz there is a lot going on in this movie uh but I'm going to try to put something together
1: spoilers coming oh yeah we're going to spoil everything uh, uh, always a spoiler 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 a fun a fun thing too before we start this is we actually played D&D uh a lot more frequently than we do now but we this is how we started as friends was to play D&D yep and start a show doing D&D so we have like i have like a we have yeah a like youtube
0: ser- web series that we have online for a little bit uh that has our first campaign all documented and archived there uh and that yeah that's yeah. that's really where Rick, you and i met <laughs> Was yeah.
1: colton bringing you along to it yeah <laughs> yeah so this is uh this is definitely this one's been marked on the calendar for a while We were nervous that it wasn't going to do well And we're happy that it has So We've but,
0: been playing D&D together for three years Three years, yeah In the same campaign
1: <laughs> Yeah, oh, which for some of you Thinking like, that's a long time But the people who have played Are really thinking, dang, that's a long time Yeah Because <laughs> like, I know like my brother-in-law Has done like five, six campaigns And the time it's taken has to do one Yep <laughs> It's yeah, I I
0: I like to run very long campaigns. It's a ton of fun.
1: It feels like a few we've played a few campaigns and one we just have kept the same characters for a long time.
0: They're mainly like arcs in a way. Well, I'm sure dude, we're going to nerd out so much. I know, we're going to nerd out. I see, that, I was, was, I that, that was that was trying to get to is yeah, we're going to
1: We're going to nerd out during this. We're going to nerd so, out so hard. If you're not into D&D, this really is not going to be. We're going to review true. it.
0: I, I already know this recording, this episode will die. <laughs> it will turn into nerding out. Yeah. So, No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please I'm buckle hyped. up. I'm yeah. so hyped.
1: We gave you a good synopsis, a good, well, not synopsis. We gave you a good review. If you don't want to nerd out, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Still listen. You'll like it. You'll like it. It's fine. All right. So, Continue the synopsis the
0: of this movie uh, begins with the two most essential characters. Edgin a bard, and Holga, a barbarian, uh, are both imprisoned in the frost world of Icewind Dale. They've been there for about two years. They're trying to find a way to come back to Neverwinter. Uh, they go th- go through Edgin's backstory, talking about that he used to be a basically a spy or a member of a faction called the Harper's which Was a very taxing role that during his time as a Harper he helped Put some people of another faction called the red wizards managed to find some of them capture and put them in prison and His a big thing driving his backstory is that he messed up and stole from the Red Wizards, which led Red Wizards to his home, where they murdered his wife, uh, leaving him and his daughter alive without her. And specifically, she cannot be resurrected because she was murdered with a blade of the Red Wizards, which is important. And I'll get to that. Holga and Edgin escape. They come down to Neverwinter in search of his daughter, Edgin's daughter, Kira and the con man that they worked with who apparently is looking after her named forge forge has become the lord of neverwinter somehow which is a big metropolis city uh has somehow become the lord due to nefarious means from uh a red wizard (laughs) that uh he has been working with forge basically turns his daughter against against egin and they go through the process of they're going to have a heist to try to get his daughter back, Edgin's daughter back from the Lord of Neverwinter, and to also raid the vault where the uh, the where Forge had stolen an item from Edgin called uh, the Tablet of Reawakening, which could mm-hmm. resurrect someone. And so he wants to resurrect his wife. They assemble the team. They have to go, they go through the process of basically doing a dungeon crawl, (laughs) looking for a specific helmet that can disable all enchantments around them so that they could get into the vault that houses the tablet through a long series of events, managed to do so, uh, get this helmet, get into the vault. Turns out all of it was gone and there was a plot going on by Forge to steal a bunch of money from the vault as a means to escape as the red wizard that he was uh, aligned with performs a spell that was used a century ago or several centuries ago that would turn all of the people of neverwinter who have been assembled to a colosseum for games would turn all of them into undead people and then our heroes stop that the end and the they end. become heroes of the realm I think that
1: covers. That's pretty stuff. much it. Yeah. It's
0: like that's that was a lot because I actually know what's going on. Yeah,
1: it, it's it's pretty simple. Like it, it's like we've said, if you've played D and D, you understand it. What's happening? It's pretty simple. If you don't play D and D, there's going to be some stuff that might be confusing. This but is it's pretty simple. It's more of a it's a heist movie in general. It's a magical heist movie. That's what D and D is. Just magical yeah. heists. Even though you're doing it for good, you're like Robin Hoods of with like magic powers it's awesome
0: yeah and that's that's basically the vibe they were trying to go for with this and then exposing by the end of it oh right there is a person who we don't know their motive turns out they were the big bad this whole time and their plan i will say the planning of what the story turned out to be was actually pretty solid it yeah. made sense very well like, why the Coliseum games mattered in it? Why is Forge stealing the money? Yeah. And then, how is this person able to do this big undead spell again, and why here? Like, it
1: it was very cohesive. It was a lot of fun. It, you know, this movie gave me vibes of, too. It kind of had... Um, it felt almost like Guardians of the Galaxy-esque, where it was just like really fun, mm-hmm. but like... When it needed to be, when it needed cool action sequences and stuff like that, you were like, oh, this is awesome. I think that's a really good way to put it, actually. Yeah, because I felt, that's how I felt watching Guardians of the Galaxy was like, that's a lot of fun, but like a lot of good action as well.
0: These characters are having a great time, they're vibing, and then they know how to fight.
1: Well, and that's, that's comparable because like, that's really how their setup works. and yeah. mean, they have Chris Prime and uh, Star-Lord are the same person. Yeah. Kind of useless. And they <laughs> just devise the plan. Yeah. You got the muscles with the bard and uh, Drax. You got mm-hmm. you got uh, Gamora. The barbarian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably more of the druid, honestly. She kind of carried the team. The, yeah, the dru-
0: Oh, man. The druid
1: was super fun. And then Rocket and the sorcerer, maybe? I don't know. But there's a lot yeah, of Yeah, that sounds right.
0: Chaotic, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah, which... Bradley Cooper, bro! Bradley Cooper's
0: in this movie.
1: He makes a great cameo. <laughs> it's fantastic. And it, it's kind of like that. Is that Bradley Cooper? Like we literally looked at each other. And was like, is that like, is that him? But they make him a halfling, which is, I love the way they did halflings in this movie. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> shrunk him down. They dude. just shrunk him like Elf. It, <laughs> yeah. it reminded me of like Elf when. It did. When, it when, exactly <laughs> like yeah like with elf, elf yeah Papa Elf it's, yeah oh my gosh. That's exactly <laughs> That's how anything. they did
0: the halflings for this.
1: Oh, it was so funny, dude! It was so funny. I
0: think that was probably one of my favorite things about this. They really dove straight into, like, the first character you see in this movie is a big. I think he was a he was supposed to be a half orc, uh, and he was the the prisoner that was being brought into Edgin and Holga's cell. Yeah, and they right from the get go, they're like, hey. It's a world with crazy creatures and they just they're all here. They live in civilization and there's a man who's half half a dragon.
1: There's a man who is also he's a walking eagle. And Dude, so cool. They debuted so much, and yet the craziest part about it is we've played D D for three years and I haven't seen probably 75% of the stuff they put in this movie. Oh yeah, they put in the they put in the tabaxi. They, uh, they had the cat person yeah. who got brought in. You were like, what is that? I oh, want to be that? that. Yeah, what is that? I'm going to build a character that's a I want to be the cat person. That's so cool. Which was probably, I will say, that was probably the worst moment of like CGI in the movie. Oh, yeah. That one in particular looked really bad. That one looked bad, but like I just immediately was like, dude, that'd be so fun to play. Yeah. Which is crazy, because like even the Kokra looks sick. I've built... Uh, Eric Hoker character before. That's the big eagle person for those who don't know. <laughs> Which is hilarious. his name is Jonathan. Yeah, he's like named every Jonathan. Every Eric Coker you read about is like has some crazy name. Well, it was funny <laughs> that was good. It was funny for me
0: because I run these games and just for like one of the hardest things is like when I'm trying to build characters, I gotta give them a cool name. I gotta come up with something that makes X's sense. X's and V's and Z's. Yeah, it's gotta S's, be. It's gotta be a name R's. that once I say it, the players will go, "What was that? Can you yeah. say it
1: again?" Zara. Yep. Yeah. And for them to be like. Katrina. His name's Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, his name is Jonathan. All right. Yeah. I guess I could just do that. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which Eric Cookers? It's even funnier because aren't they like the most. They're like one of the most like uh, really high wisdom, right? Yeah, they have.
0: I think they have higher wisdom usually, and like but intelligence, like
1: intelligence, right? Like they're pretty smart creatures.
0: Yeah, the the ones that the the races in the game that are more like like the Dragonborn or the Tabaxi, the Half Orcs, Aarakocra, like that are more like almost tribal or most unique, I would say the lore is always like they have the most wild names usually yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. you go to a dragonborn generator and you're like oh this will be easy i'll just i'll get the name from this and it gives you 10 of them and you can't pronounce any of them you can't yeah. there's no way i can say them and yeah. i could pull them up right now and it would be maybe i should i'll start doing that so but i'm not going to do that immediately. What
1: is the we have a dragonborn in our game, right? In our campaign?
0: Uh, yeah, Rivoli or Revol. Revol. The ar- one of the archmages of the uh, So cool. Golden Roar. Who's that was, like That was that was so cool for us <laughs> to yeah. see the dragonborns and be like first thing i thought of was like, yeah, this is the guy who you guys yeah, this is this like is- a good friend of yours in our game.
1: Yeah, that was so fun. I loved it. And I guarantee you, everybody was having different reactions. Like, there's probably somebody who's fought a Dragonborn, and I was like, I hate those things. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, that's something I was thinking about on the drive over, is that this IP, and if it continues to, if they continue to make more, they ha- it's an IP that has so much source material, right? Yes. Yes. So... It's going to be that similar, like for us, we're having a wild reaction to this movie because we know the source material, right? So there's so much mm-hmm. that during the movie, we're like, oh, they're drawing from this. They're drawing from that. Oh, that's a cool way they interpreted that. So it's the same way that someone who's read the book before the movie or read the comics before the movie, they have the same reaction. The difference, though, with D&D is there's not only the lore, but everyone who's played the game... Can not only knows the lore, but can see Neverwinter and see these places and these people, and you're you have a wildly different reaction about it based on what your time in the game has been.
1: Yeah, and and it might be hard to even see some of the visuals of it. Yeah, like some of those things, like when they use magic missile, I never would have thought that that's how magic missile was used. Yeah, it's funny. Like there are probably people out there. Like we say we're nerding out. There are people who go very specific with the components and i don't think i ever want to play in a group like that (laughs) because we kind of just don't we kind of just skip some of that stuff yeah but that was cool to watch it come out like the the wrist and all that yeah i always just imagine colton was just pulling out his hands apart from each other and just a bunch of little missiles appeared and just, just pushed him forward well that's how i picture
0: that spell too it's i usually i think that's how i've described it usually in our game is that they're little motes of energy that's come around the person, which then you force outward. Um, but I liked that they... They like
1: the, shot out of like his... like a Almost like his tablet, yeah, like on his wrist.
0: They shot out of his wrist or he was doing spells that actually he took a moment to try and grab the component. He would grab a wrong one, uh, the sorcerer. He'd grab a wrong component, cast a different spell on accident. Yeah. Uh, like trying to... There's a lot of things when you read the d and d rules and how the game works that you're like, "I don't know how a person, if this were real, how they would do any of this. Yeah, oh yeah, it's no. so much they're trying to manage. It works was cool so well in the
1: game, but it, yeah.
0: it was cool to see these writers try to try to create a realistic way to show the mechanics of the d and d world. yes, you know
1: what I mean? I I really hope that this movie does well, and I hope it. A lot of people end up wanting to play after this, yeah, because it is so much fun. Like as much fun as we had in the movie, I was like thinking about this on the drive over, and I was like, man, like that was so much fun. That but it made me. It didn't want me. I didn't want more movies after. I wanted to go play. It made me think the same thing. It was like, man, I, I love so this much world more so fun much. playing this than yeah. watching it because it's, like, it's cool. It, it's so much cooler playing this campaign mm-hmm. than it was watching the movie but I mean that was just like a two hour glimpse into four or five hour sessions yeah
0: I mean you get that's that's the thing too is there's some, there's gonna be something unique about this where like with, with the Marvel movies or movies based on a book it's cool to get a glimpse of an interpretation of stuff you already understand but with this and we've had this reaction I think with like Avatar before where we watch that movie and our reaction at the end is, I want more. I wish I could have more. With this kind of, with D&D, with the D&D movie, you can have that reaction at the end and just go, all right, I'm going to text my group and we're going to, we have to play.
1: Oh yeah, I was already working on a text. <laughs>
0: I was already getting texted. We, we got to get our group together, I man. I
1: don't know how to phrase to our bard that he that this movie's going to be great for everybody in our group except for our bard because <laughs> it's going to do only one thing and make him play more like a bard. <laughs> Yeah, the Bard I mean The Bard They they did really well I will say this They did really well From like the experiences I've talked to people About how they played characters And like who they've played with And Mm -hmm. the way we've played Every one of those characters Is played really well To like how I've seen These characters be played In the game Yeah Like the Bard Was just useless Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, Like he just was He was just the talker And he had the most story Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm playing the the the, the, the loot? Yep. It's Das loot. Yeah. And yep. that's literally our bard everything to a T. Yep. <laughs> it's the same thing. Well,
0: what's funny is that I feel like I, I wonder if the writers and the director allowed the actors to make a decision on like what is their most preferred way of fighting or being useful in like if they were involved early on trying to figure out this movie. Because with because in the game, bards are like... They have... I'm playing a bard in another campaign right now. And I'm the strongest person in the team, man. That's no one can so touch crazy. me. crazy.
1: And it, it's... That's got to be... It, I mean, our bard is very useful in situations. But, like, it, like just... I watched it and I was like, oh my god, that's Brandon to a T. It, like, it was absolutely... Because so
0: Brandon weird. does... And there's a lot of people that, that play bards like this where their main care... Is I want to be able to get anything I want just by
1: talking. And I love... And he's a Thief, too. Yeah. Which is exactly how our bard plays. I was like, dude, this is literally Brandon. Like, <laughs> it really was. And it was... Oh, he my god, He does, gosh. like, the most random thing in a fight that somehow works. <laughs> like, every time. And that's exactly what Chris Pine did. Yep. He would do the most random thing in a fight, and it somehow worked. And yep. that's exactly what our bard does.
0: That is the thing. They... This movie leaned in a lot to like D&D is extremely chaotic when you're playing. You're and I I know I've played a lot of D&D, not as much as others, but I've run a lot of campaigns and players are when you tell them they can do whatever they want and they take advantage of it. People are crazy. Oh yeah. And they I feel like with this movie they really tried to hone in on that of like yeah, these they are still the player characters. They're going to be ridiculous.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think this was fun, and I, and I hope they make another one, though. But if they keep making these movies, I hope they start catering more on the side of, like, this would be really funny for people who have played D&D. Yeah. Like, I was telling Colton this before we uh, had watched this movie, superfan Colton, who came on on the John Wick episodes. Uh-huh. Uh, rest his soul. <laughs> um, he he, I told him how fun it would be if... They had a character in this movie, or an actor, who just, when he'd die, he would come back as a new as character. a new character. But it would be the same actor. Yep. I thought that'd be so funny, and that, that that would just be like such a good joke for like the uh, people who actually played D anD D and have had to make like three characters to yeah. a campaign. It would not land very well with people who haven't played.
0: I think that would have to be like a later movie joke that they could could do that. Yeah, the the joke that was definitely catering to people who've played the game though, that I feel like was actually a strategic uh, writer's move as well was there was a running joke that almost everyone at some point would randomly go into their backstory and we'd have like a few minutes of seeing where this person came from and their most epic or most terrible moment in their life. And that is who I am. That's, if you've ever been in like a a session zero of a and d campaign, that's something that the Dungeon Master should bring up is like, all right, so you need to think about your backstory. Yeah. Where, where did this <laughs> yeah. person come from? And you can make it whatever you want. But it's so crucial. The guy the who was the paladin... That one I was like Yeah Someone who Someone was like I wanna be the hero I wanna be Yeah <laughs> The guy who shouldn't exist And is like
1: Yeah okay sure Here's your story <laughs> Yeah these guys Definitely played D&D The people who wrote it Like you could just feel Oh yeah That the writers Like they're probably Taking from their stories Which mm-hmm. how fun How cool Yeah To be like Oh I I Camp, I did I was the DM for this campaign so I'm going to use elements from it. Like how yeah. cool it would it be if you get to use stuff from our campaign? Oh my gosh. I've out.
0: already I've written a a small script you of for a short film idea so that uses the idea of uh our big bad vole that I have in our campaign right now. Cuz I love that. That That's the thing with this game, man. You get there's There's so so much 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 creative creative options that come up out of nowhere, and you're like, "This is the greatest thing I've ever thought of," and it's all for this game.
1: (laughs) Dude, like, we seriously like. There's so much in there that I haven't seen in the game, and like, we haven't even encountered a sorcerer. I mean, I know I know all about like the wild magic because that's the next character I want to play, and I'm sure a lot of D and D. Uh, players have encountered or have played Wild Magic yeah. Sorcerer because it is probably I, I don't know personally I haven't played it, but after reading some, so many classes to me it seems like the most fun. Yeah, it seems like just so chaotic. It is the most chaotic. I and you are the
0: most chaotic person I know, so you would oh, you I would, would mesh very well with that.
1: that. The only problem is the character I play now is basically that. <laughs> <laughs> just in warlock form, which that will I will deduct points at the end of this because there is no warlocks in this movie and that is a personal note that I need uh, I need warlocks you need warlocks there was a tiefling which interesting that tiefling huh that was I wonder was she half human or was well it, do you think it, they just cowered away from making her an actual tiefling well it's interesting so that was a
0: a source of debate and like there was some drama about it when the trailers first dropped about seeing her um, because the interpretation of tieflings is that they're half devils, uh, and I guess you can do like they're they're half devils and then half human or half elf or whatever. They can be of the other half can be whatever. Uh, but the typical way that tieflings have always been shown in the books is that they are like they can be any. kind color that you want through it too that they are very out they are a very outstanding individual uh they shine very bright which is part of the quote curse that they have look very devilish yeah they they're half devil yeah and the only thing that they put on uh doric i think was her name which she was a dope character uh she was a druid the only thing they had on her was just uh these dark horns uh, coming out from her from her head, which you could kind of barely see because of her hair.
1: I thought it was uh, uh, like a crown, almost, or like like just something you wear on your head. Like I didn't think that that was her horns.
0: Yeah, that could have been. It could have looked like a headdress. Like yeah. it
1: was. It was not that
0: noticeable. It looked like. It felt like they were almost scared of of, of really
1: committing to a let's have a tiefling in. Yeah, because yeah, because even her tail, I didn't see until the very end of the movie.
0: I guess there's there could have been fear about that because like I think it was around the '80s was when D and D was being seen as like this is this is propaganda for the devil yeah. and only the devil. Yeah. So in in trying to revive the property as a movie franchise, if they were like, yes, it is a world with full with full blown devils in it. Yeah. Which it is
1: which is but, probably why they stayed away from warlocks too. Yeah, but even with
0: warlocks, like. I think you're you're drawing from your character who's connected to a
1: devil, but there's there, concepts you could warlock to other things. Yeah, I guess in a way it, it
0: could be seen as like wild, but there's some warlock variants that they like. Our buddy Jared, his character, when he came in, he's a warlock to an angel. Uh, it's like a celestial being, is where he gets his power from. It you could do whatever you want as a warlock. Yeah, I you think I, mean?
1: I think just the the concept would be hard to write into a character that's not a villain. It a would have to be
0: it would have to be the story is centered around the person.
1: Yeah, warlocks are very hard. I feel like I've noticed that in our campaign that warlocks are very hard to write around. Yes. because it's like no matter what the campaign is at the very end of the day one of your characters is not fully committed to the group because they have some and a prior engagement because that's how they get their power. And that's kind of the that's that's one of the things where like they, they for people who don't know, a warlock is essentially you get your yeah. power from a contract
0: mm-hmm. that you
1: make with another being. For me, it was a devil, but for others, it could be a religious thing, or it could be even I don't know. There's, I think there was almost a time where I was I could have switched over to a goddess mm-hmm. and just just been her pawn essentially.
0: Yeah, you can really you can play with that as much as as much as you want. There, it's like you are basically tethered to some kind of. Otherworldly higher being It can be a god It can be uh, Like an elder Primordial beast It can be a devil Whatever
1: And that's where all your power Draws from So it's hard to write that out Because it's like If if Whatever our campaign is Doesn't align with My patron It's just Mm -hmm. like Nope but here's powers. here you go. But on that point with the
0: warlocks, this is why I'm so I don't know if I've said it on the podcast. I didn't care. I'm very happy that I liked this movie. I care a lot more about seeing this weekend if it's going to be a success. Yes. The movie. Because if it is, then there's not only adventure module books and campaigns that they can draw uh, movie ideas from. But with the warlock idea, there's novels that are focused around single individual characters that are in the Forgotten Realms, the world this movie takes place in, that expand over several books. I read two books uh, of this that were I was most interested in called Brimstone Angels. It was the first two installments, and it was about a warlock. And the whole story focused around this woman trying to deal with... And I drew a, lo- uh, a lot of inspiration for how to... Deal with your character uh, no. from this book on how the devil in that book interacts with his uh, his warlock. And it's they can have movies that are just based on this one book. They can have a whole series oh, yeah. on just one character of a specific clash and oh. just go into it. Like, there's so much that this property can really go into. I'm so And they can just I make their it. own stuff. They can just write up whatever they want. I mean, this movie proved that. They, yeah. Because they just drew on like, here's the world, here's factions, and here's creatures that we can draw from and everything. Let's just play and make our own story because the story is completely unique, at least yeah. to my knowledge. It is not based on a novel or anything. It's just in the world of D and D. They just they could have written this
1: movie as if they were writing a D and D campaign as the DM. They, and they were like, okay, here's the script. Yeah, I mean they're they're definitely gonna follow these characters, I think, if they make more. At least off the bat. Uh, yeah. But I would love to see other characters besides this, because I don't think I wanna see three more movies with the same set. set. I don't either. I've- I wanna see new characters involved. I I mean Bard is fun, but <laughs> just the whole time I was like, dude, there are so many cooler things that make, even the bard could be doing. Yeah. Like, I've seen Brandon use such cool spells, and, like, they never had the bard use any spells, which I thought was crazy. He didn't even have a rapier. That That's, like, the bread and butter right there. I feel
0: like that was them leaving the door open for a potential, like, character development for a future installment is that he learns how to do that later on learns how to cast magic or something yeah but not having any magic was a little odd which yeah. i will say
1: bro the getting to see the getting to see all the magic in the fights was so cool that was fun they made all the magic look really good and there were some horrifying moments too like there were some stuff that looked really like ooh. like when they reanimated the dead i was like that's awesome yeah and Talk it's the dead that was sick oh my gosh Here's the thing. Okay, I think one of my favorite scenes was
0: the the scene in the cemetery. Speak with dead when the, they're yeah. casting. Speak with dead, and they they explain it too, which I respect them for taking a moment for to make sure everyone's on board. Of like, this is how the spell works, and I don't know why it works, but this is how God made it. And it's like, I, I cast the incantation, the body will rise. Yep, and we have five. We get to ask it five questions that it knew in its life, and they. <laughs> you and I were laughing the hardest during it because you and I were thinking the same thing which was every single time we've used that spell in our campaign yeah. and had the same interaction with the corpses as the characters on screen yeah. were
1: having. Just wasting questions. Oh, we got everything we need in the first two. All right. What is <laughs> We were just asked like random stuff. How do you do you have a family? Did you have a did you have a wife? <laughs> Yeah. Are you a virgin? Yeah, were you a virgin. <laughs> the best yeah. Question. you gotta yeah. always ask. Yeah, we always ask. We, gotta we got to know. We got five questions. First question we got to ask the person. Are they a virgin? Yeah, exactly. Right <laughs> off the bat. Got to know if they if they are, hang up. <laughs> Drop the spell. Cuz even with this movie, they're like they get the info they need and then they're like,
0: "Okay, well we have to we have to end the spell. What what else do we ask him?" Uh
1: What's your favorite book? Yeah, what's your? Favorite? Do you have any pets, <laughs> yeah, you want to hear a joke? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and just dies. Down.
0: Yep. That was for us. I I feel like in general with our review of this movie, like there's gonna we're gonna have a a bit of a bias because we are there's so much we can relate to. In oh, we're the movie. target crowd. Exactly. But in general, I do want to emphasize that I do think that this
1: movie was good on its own. Yeah, I, I mean, I, there, I I agree. I really do think that this movie was really good on its own. I think, um, for people out there who are you know are, are still listening and have never played D <laughs> thank you first mm-hmm, off. Yeah. Uh, but second, you should definitely check this movie out because it's it's definitely a really fun way to like kind of see and. If you haven't played, I'm sure you know somebody that has. Mm-hmm. You kind of get to like see an, a little bit into their world of like what they've experienced while playing. Especially with people
0: our age as well. I've met so many people who, when it's come up now... When it's come up that, like, yeah, I play D&D and I, I've been playing for several years and I run campaigns. The usual reaction, if they're not already playing... First off, if, they, if they've if they already played, they're like, man, it's so cool. Tell me everything you've ever done. Yeah, what's if, your character? What happened? Yeah. How'd you die? If they, ha- if they haven't played, almost always the reaction has been, man, I wish I could play. I wish I had a group. I've heard it's so fun. Like, yeah. if that's you, go see this movie because the movie does a really good job of... Showcasing the how fun a, D, a game of D and D is, yeah, and it can give you that glimpse and maybe that push into like I have to I have to find a group to
1: play this with. I wish we had gotten to take our group to go see this. Yeah, I was thinking that like man, that'd have been so fun to like go as a group. Like, I wish we could have, man. Kiana, uh, another former guest on the show from <laughs> the from the, uh, the 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 Puss in Boots episode, mm-hmm. our Shrek expert. Mm-hmm. She's she plays in our campaign and. I think she would have loved the barbarian Yeah, because she has the same exact playstyle. Yeah. Just strike first and then ask questions later. Yep. Like the whole time I was like, this is literally Keanu's character. It's a totally different build, but it's the same person. Yeah. Just wants to just destroy everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? Like the bard was the exact same as our bard. The sorcerer is probably more similar to, to, I don't know that one. We don't really have somebody like that. But me I and feel like, can I, still. I feel like the sorcerer was very much like you. He was a lot more like me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would have been way more aggressive though. Yes. Than he was. I was definitely like he didn't have confidence. I have all the confidence.
0: Yes, you my do. Character. <laughs> I am fully aware.
1: <laughs> my character is very confident in himself. I am disappointed that the druid never used moonbeam.
0: Shout out to Carissa. <laughs> I know. Moon- she that's the other thing with the druid. She didn't even use her spells. She just did wild shapes. Well, that's the thing is uh, that I I brought up briefly earlier is that every it felt like every character they chose what is my what is my f- main thing I like to use in battle. <sighs> And for the druid, I've met players like this who are like, I don't care that I can cast spells as a druid. The thing I wanted as a druid is that I can turn into
1: any animal I, I can want. turn into animals. That was Chris's thing. Yeah. That's, she, it's so cool. The, uh, she just wanted to be a bear. Like, uh, what is it? What is she? She's, uh, she's usually like a giant bear or something like that.
0: Yes. I think it's, yeah, I think she originally turned into bears a lot. I'm trying to remember That was a long time ago Because now she turns into Elementals Which are yeah, insane it's
1: Crazy that this lady Has seven wild shapes But didn't become an, <laughs> an elemental Well it depends on the subclass
0: I'm gonna ner- Bro I'm, I'm in such a geek mood Right now
1: <laughs> That's fun No this is cool I I, I wish I, I, That's what I'm saying Like that's why I want more movies Because I want to see more stuff and it's the only reason I want my warlock in there Because I'm just trying to see Some Eldritch Blast Yep I think they can make So many good jokes Of like So is that all you do? <laughs> <laughs> like that's just
0: like well, yes, yeah, it's, it's all I do. I have a very limited amount of magic <laughs> yeah, that I hilarious. can use at a given <laughs> time. Hilarious. It's like,
1: I can't, you don't understand. I have no spells. <laughs> I'm can't. so powerful and Bro, I can do in nothing. That,
0: in that one fight, I had to use both of my spell
1: slots. You don't understand how tired I, I am. I am so powerful, but I can't use anything. <laughs> I'm so limited on my power. <laughs> but if you give me an hour, bro, it'll be a, it'll be back. You just but I gotta just, sit here for an hour. I need a quick power nap, and I'll be all good. Please don't get into another fight until then. It was it was a lot of fun seeing some of these. in. like, even they use shield a few times, and that like, yeah, I feel like every campaign has had shield. Mm-hmm. So just knowing the common joke of just not nah, shield throw shield out, yeah. get my shield out. Well, this was hilarious. So,
0: and the sorcerer also tried to use uh, counter spell. Mm-hmm. Each time too, which he tried to use it early on, and if he failed, he failed the role basically. Uh, and at the end, he managed to get it. And that was just so cool,
1: <laughs> dude. They they showed one crit in this whole movie, and it was throwing a freaking potato. That was the most wild, so dumb. But then I thought I I did not like that scene. I watched that, and I was like, this is so stupid, very dumb. And I thought. We've probably done something way more, way more just dumb than yeah. Like, like that was that's something that we would have done. Yeah, we've 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 thrown things at people. <laughs> like that that was a me moment. I've rolled nat twenties on the dumbest things.
0: I I feel like that's the moment where like, in in a game of D anD D, we've gotten to a very tense moment, and you guys feel the players feel like they're at a loss. And so they start asking the DM, What's around me? What do I have around me? Is there anything I can use? My spells, I don't, I'm almost out of spells. I'm not within range. What's around me? Well, there's, there's like, it's a dock and they're loading stuff. There's like a thing of potatoes uh, near you as well. And you're like, Guys, it's the only thing I can think of. And you grab the potato and you throw it at the villain. Yeah. (laughs) And you (laughs) crit.
1: Hilarious. There's so many times we've done stupid stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this movie definitely hits all the right bones for uh, D&D players. That one, in, that moment in particular,
0: I feel like, really is leaning into, like, this is silly. This is ridiculous. Yeah. But honestly, if you've played the game, you know that you've done stupider things, and it's
1: worked oh, out. Yeah. I, I really wish they had done more with the Wild Magic stuff. Because I think Wild Magic is so chaotic for a movie, and I, I understand that they were probably just like easing into that. Yeah just because it is kind of a lot to throw in there. Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily think that the character... It's not that he's weak. It's just that Wild Magic just gives you a variant of, like, you could literally just become, like, a potted plant at any moment in time. <laughs> it's the most it's just ridiculous. Like, so, like, that that part of, like, when they wrote him out to be very, like, not confident in himself, that I think they wrote that out because he was Wild Magic. But I I kind of like the idea that he is... Very powerful <laughs> Just at any moment It could just collapse Yeah Like you know what I mean Like sorcerers are smart people mm-hmm. Well you know it's fun Is that
0: The thing is They they not introduce Another wild magic sorcerer In another future installment And com- and completely change the reason For why he has wild magic Yeah You know That's one interpretation That they were like Hey well this character We can have some development for him and justify he has wild magic because he's, he doesn't, he has low self-esteem and that's where the wild magic comes from. And then that's, that is also the player talking to the DM. Like I want to, I want to start with wild magic and maybe at some point I can cross this, this threshold and have more control over the wild magic as I become stronger. Like that's. That's an arc for a and d game. Yeah. And they were like, let's let's use that as a justification for this character. And he turned out to be a great character. That's
1: true. That's a good point. Uh, yeah. The Wild Magic stuff, though, like, I would love to see more with that character. Like, if they make more movies and they keep anybody, I want the Sorcerer to stay. Yeah. Because he's so cool. I think
0: the, the most obvious moment of every single person... Like, there's people in the world in D&D that have similar skill sets... They can use certain magic similarly or have whatever. They have all these different abilities, but they're all unique. I think the biggest sign of that was when the wizard and the sorcerer both used the spell Bigby's Hand.
1: And both were
0: wildly different interpretations of what that looked like.
1: Yeah, dude, Bigby's Hand. Because the wizard, who was
0: the main villain... It was like a fleshy, demonic, devilish hand that had come out of the earth that she was now controlling. And for the sorcerer, it was a hand that was made of the stonework of the architecture around. And so they were bat- these hands were battling each other, but and they're the same spell. Wildly different interpretations. And that's the coolest thing about this game, is oh, that yeah. every character is completely different.
1: Wow, it's definitely a different interpretation Than what I had I thought Big hand was always Literally just a big hand <laughs> A big just like Like my hand But just mm-hmm. Like 50 times X You know Yep Yep 50 X on that hand Like it, it was That was awesome And the funny thing is too Is like We knew right away That was Bixby's hand Yep Because we've used it so much Bro Colton has used this That's a signature spell of his Shout out to
0: Colton His character Andre Just to the That's the thing These For me And for us With these spells showing up Immediately I'm like Yes I've seen this spell before And the one The first instance That came up for me With Bigby's hand Was uh, Colton's character Restraining Or grappling My big red dragon (laughs) As it was trying to escape And nearly killing it Before it It was able to escape Because he's got a big hand Holding onto its freaking leg Yeah Oh, Oh my gosh That was awesome it was so cool. And the Odelux oh, Resilient Sphere, the big orb that trapped Helga and Edgen. Yeah. Uh, and they just started rolling away. I was like, yeah, I've used that spell f- in a far different manner before. And I've used it for my bard I, <laughs> to escape a fight when we were like thousands of feet up in the air on like a skyship. I was like, you know what? I don't want to be a part of this anymore. And I jumped off the edge and cast that sphere on me and then sent a, a message to my uh, companions and was like, when the fight's over, let me know and you can pick me up at the, at the surface because <laughs> you can't take damage inside of it. That That's so fun. There's so many moments it's of this movie that if you
1: played the it. game, you're just able to,
0: there's so much you're able to draw from and then get new ideas.
1: Yeah, chill touch to cool down the tea. That was awesome. That was great. I've never used chill touch like that. I barely use that spell. Yeah. It's produce rare
0: one. Produce flame is just
1: a candle <laughs> Yeah produce flame Yeah yeah. <laughs> the,
0: dude the big fat dragon fight though
1: That was silly That, <laughs> that was, was <laughs> You know and that's what I'm saying like Some of the elements of this movie were kind of silly Like that dragon was kind of silly But like it was a lot of fun mm-hmm. It was just so like I don't know like if I hadn't played d and D, I I probably would have been a lot more critical on that Yeah than, Like what the heck is that thing Like what am I looking at Yeah but like having played the game It's just like Yeah that I believe that That's probably a real dragon Yeah Turns out it is It's a real dragon from the, the books but
0: I feel like if you haven't If you have no idea what this movie is based on And you go into it I feel like it'll have the same vibe that the menu had Where the whole time we didn't We didn't know until like halfway through Is this movie serious? Or is this a comedy? And eventually you're like Oh this is a comedy
1: (laughs) Yeah this is funny This is meant to be funny Mm -hmm. But but yeah Action's done really well Like the fight scenes were done great Yeah It was None of this movie looked
0: Only the tabaxi thing in my opinion Looked (laughs) weird But everything else For how much CGI was involved in it It looked solid They did a lot of good work in this movie
1: Yeah I mean it, it had a pretty big budget I think we read 151 it million 151 which is 50 million more than 65 mm-hmm. and 65 sucked yeah so it turns out that all you need is another 50 mil and it looks way better yeah but seriously like like, I mean this is a pretty big budget but it, it, it's not a very big studio like I've I think this is this studio's debut the, yeah the one eight or whatever it was I don't remember what, what it's it
0: has it's a comp a company that it's, a it's basically Hasbro. Hasbro's. Uh, it's their new movie like film. Yeah, m- yeah,
1: movie company. So for it being the first movie, I thought it was great CGI. I mean, it can only get better. First off, and second, mm-hmm. as a brand new studio, I mean, yeah, one fifty can go a long way. But like, you also got to understand that Marvel exists. Yeah. So a lot of the great artists out there have just been put to work on all these big budget, even bigger budget movies that yeah. have way wider reach. So that 150 definitely was probably used to its fullest potential to make this the best it could be. The crew, the people who put this
0: together clearly took it very seriously and did as best as they
1: could. Yeah. There was only a few things that looked kind of silly. Even, um, oh man, I think it was Bigsby's hand actually. It was the, the, the fleshy one. It kind of looked, if you looked at its wrist, it looked weird. It looked weird. It didn't look like it was fully finished. Mm Mm-hmm. So like there were some moments in the CGI we could feel was a little bit off, mm-hmm. but again it's it's you know new studios first movie, it's gonna be hard to gain that like we can get these big top tier CGI artists yeah. to come and do this, so I, I'm gonna go ahead and give it some grace there in that in that aspect of it. Yeah,
0: this movie was definitely just them trying to get something solid out to prove that this can be a viable and profitable IP.
1: Yeah, and it's and it's not bad. Like it really isn't like it looks so dumb cuz the the amount of moments where you'd realize that the CGI kind of looks off is outweighed by how well the rest of the movie looks. Yep. It's shot really well. Like there's some really nice um, backgrounds, a lot mm-hmm. of really cool elements. It almost feels kind of like Lord of the Rings in time. Yeah. It does. Um so that was cool. But yeah, you could definitely tell the CGI it's got some work to improve, but mm-hmm. that's okay cuz we get more more movies. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. I had so much... I had
0: way more fun with this movie than I thought I was going to. I was excited about it, but just kind of nervous.
1: Yeah, we kind of talked about it that we were nervous that this is probably going to be the worst one that we see not not that it was gonna be bad but like it's in between a lot of big movies mm-hmm. coming out like John Wick just came out I forget what's what's coming up but I know it's another Mario, oh, yeah, Mario. yeah so we're like it's kind of in the midst of like big movies for us mm-hmm. and we're probably most excited for it but we're nervous that it's gonna be bad and I'm yeah. happy that it, it wasn't mm-hmm. I thought it was a lot of fun uh, yeah even man going back to what I was saying earlier with like how these characters are played even the NPCs are hilarious, bro. The Paladin... <laughs> well, guess, guess the fact you call him the NPC as well. It's very clear the Paladin was not one of the ridiculous players. Dude, the, the Paladin, when he walked away, and they're just like... And he's walking away... And- uh, oh, oh he's just wow he really walks in a straight line really well oh he's coming up to a rock what's he gonna do He's gonna go around it nope he's just gonna walk right what? over the rock yep and it's like that scene i was thinking like man like if i hadn't played D D, this would look really dumb like really kind of forced mm-hmm. but again another moment where it was just like dude that's so accurate yep. like how many times have characters just walked off and we're like where did they go <laughs> and you're just like they're gone. They they left. Yeah, yeah, they like, walked out while like, you were, were like, talking. Like all of I us said are like, it. yeah. All of us like, no, but like, where'd they go? Can we follow them? And you're like, no, they're gone.
0: I mean, <laughs> they just disappeared. It's more like, do you
1: really want to? Yeah.
0: Well, we can do this. <laughs> you can try to stalk them.
1: Just funny. It was just funny, like to see him do that. We were, I was thinking, like, man, that's that's so accurate. Man. All right. Should we should we get the banana meter in here? Yeah. I mean, let's let's go ahead and roll it in here. Uh, we got. It's the minion, not anymore, right? Wait, it's, it's is the, it the gun meter <laughs> now? It's the gun meter. No, we can still call it the I banana meter. I think it's the meter. banana meter still. It's just John Wick bringing it in. Go ahead, wow. Mr. Wick. Go ahead, bring it on in. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, th- thank you, sir. He's so tall. Wow, he is very tall. How did you get so... Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. All right. Sick. Yeah, I've kind of missed the minions. It's kind of intimidating.
0: It's a little more... I mean, it's kind of like the Avatar issue again. Yeah. Where it's just... The minions were kind of fun. They're wild, but they were kind of fun to have in the house. But yeah. when it's just like a big person, that that's a little more awkward for me.
1: Yeah. He, yeah. yeah. Okay, oh, you agree. Yeah. Thanks. Is, is he like, does he hang out here when you're working? Is he like just kind of standing in the corner watching, protecting? He constantly... It, I do think it might be a protection thing or a
0: curiosity if I'm his target, which is the most frightening part of it, where it's like... Any corner I turn, he just happens to always be there. Wow! Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. Thank wow. you. Wow. We're gonna need another hundred to take over because that's the whole rule, right? It's the hundreds yeah. take over the new. Yeah, I really who brings out the banana meter, but really
0: hoping then I can get another I hundred. Do want the minions back, but That'd at least we have not. the banana meter. You,
1: yeah. You,
0: yes. Thank you. You can, you okay. can go.
1: You could sit. You go ahead. Hang out in the closet. Oh, he's now he's yeah. punching your wall. Yeah. Okay. He's All just, right. Can you close just, the? D- you can close the. D- okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Wick. Yeah. I'm back. All right. <laughs> Good for you. Okay. We'll we'll see you later. See ya. Be seeing you. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, All right. Cool. Thank you. All right. Bro, it's it's weird. That was weird. i I've I, I kind of miss. I kind of miss the minions. We gotta yeah. Get, we gotta All right. Get we'll get
0: fig them. we'll figure it out. Maybe we can get I them. I don't want to fire him. <laughs> I know what happens. I, I, we know what happens if you mess him up Maybe we can find a different job for him Yeah, true Alright, Banana Meters, Plugged In, it's Turned On What you thinking?
1: Alright, so again, we'll reiterate Very fun movie uh, The acting is really good the, uh, I think we're going to differ on this The girl who plays the druid Felt very much like they were just trying to make Like a Scarlett Johansson character out of her mm-hmm. Which was Probably the reason why I thought I felt kind of marvelish to this movie. Yeah. Um, I th- there was just some sometimes when she was talking, it just felt really weird. It felt like she was just like reading lines. I don't know, that was just weird. But that was just personal thing. Uh but I mean, overall the acting is really good in this. Uh the characters are really fun. The music surprisingly was really good. Yeah. It was really well um scored to what was happening. We you know, we've made the complaint, some CGI was a little okay, a little iffy, kinda looks a little off. But yeah. again, you know, it has its its faults there. Uh I do want to see more. That they did leave me wanting to see more, and I hope this movie is successful. Yeah. Um th- there's so much more they can do. And there's so a it's, ton. it's it's hard to be like, man, like they could have done this or this and this and it's like, dude, that's just D and D. There's mm-hmm. just a million options you could play it. So it's just you know, there's so much, there's so much room for everything. It's not improvement. It's just room for more. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to think of a good score to land this at cause this, this movie didn't, it's not like the best movie I've seen in a long time, but it's, it's really good to see a good D and D movie. Yeah. I think I'm going to land it at like a 75. I feel like that's the, that's where I like it personally. I think that that's a good movie, mm-hmm. a lot of fun and I hope it produces more, uh, It made me wanting more, and I did deduct points because there's no warlock. Personally, (laughs) okay, and 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 also kind of too with the tiefling thing. I really wish they had just committed to a tiefling. I understand why it's just it's a little scary to put a whole half devil in there. I mean, I I that's more of
0: conjecture. I I can't I don't know if that's truly why they did that or not. But
1: it does. There may have been story that we missed. Yeah, maybe. I just I, I I. I uh, personally, I think tieflings are really interesting characters. They it's, are my, they're my favorite as well. The lore about them is, yeah. is insane. They're so cool. I mean, that's even with that. I know I am a tiefling in our game and the people <laughs> in our campaign are like, well, of course he thinks that, but it's like, I'm a tiefling in the end. Yeah. Game, but like, yeah. I really do think tieflings genuinely are the most fun yep. like, races in, in this game. Mm-hmm. Like, humans are just so basic and you know, all these other things, but tieflings just naturally have that like charisma like if you want a very charismatic character yeah it's always you're gonna find that in a tiefling no matter what no matter what they are even a druid who's a very humble kind of class Mm -hmm. i still feel like as a tiefling i wanted more like intimidation
0: yeah i do think that that may have come that i i think the only thing i can theorize about that is them being scared of putting people off yeah with having a full-blown devil in the movie
1: yeah we said earlier that like you know there's different interpretations of a lot of things but a tiefling is pretty much a tiefling i don't think i've heard of i don't know maybe you would know more definitely if there's a tiefling subclass it's like you you can do whatever
0: you want with it so it's not it's not it's not out of this world to be like yeah my character basically just looks like a human but with the horns and you're like cool that's fine but it, and you can justify it and it's whatever it and you can change it however you want for your game me personally i i i'm like yeah if i'm going to be a tiefling i'm going to be a big uh shining red one and i want everyone to look at me and i want it to be a
1: problem and yeah. <laughs> and it's probably a budget thing that might they, have been it too yeah they might not have just wanted to i mean they would have CGI'd it. Well, there's a reason that in every big town scene, it was only uh like
0: humans or elves and maybe like one person was a big monstrous creature because that takes work.
1: Yeah, I, I do wish they had used more costumes mm-hmm. Um, because, I, I mean, that's just really common in movies nowadays where they just would rather CGI things than... Than just make a costume for it. Yeah, but I would have loved to have seen like a costume would have been sick. Like they could have easily. I mean, there's there's probably fan costumes of tieflings that look better than what they could have CGI. Oh, bro!
0: If you go look up cosplay for D and D stuff, one of my favorite things I've seen is when people have cosplayed their own D and D character.
1: It is so freaking cool, dude. There, I guarantee you, there's a group of people out there. Who would be willing to help do cosplay for this movie to create characters on the side Mm -hmm. for very cheap? Yeah, I I mean, honestly, if they were like, "Hey, can we dress you up as a tiefling and just play a tiefling that's like an extra?" I probably would do it for free because it would just be so fun to do. Yeah, I think the pro—I
0: think the problem though is like how much time it gets dedicated to that. Of like, if you make a character that's a main character, be. It, it is a costume and we have to put on all of that every day, then it becomes that, that actor or actress has to show up on set like three hours before everyone else, then be in that all day long. Yeah. And depending on the size of the role, they might, that process may happen for a month or two at a time.
1: You know what I mean? Dude, Dave Batista did it. Yeah. So people can, have, people have done it. So can fake Scarlett Johansson. I mean, you yeah, know, if you want to make it in this industry, you gotta give and take. <laughs> I mean, me, I would I I
0: was thinking about it during it. I'm like, would I be okay if I was cast as like a a dragonborn, a big dragon man and no one could actually see that that's David Stallings there? I and I was like,
1: hell yeah, I would Yeah, oh, yeah <laughs> it would be yeah, so fun. Sure. I would do this for every sure. day. That's what I'm saying. Like there are so many people, like this D and D community is a very friendly, like with each other, very passionate about what they, they do people way way more into this than us would be willing to do this for free probably bro straight up one of the reasons i mean i
0: want more of the D movies in general because i do think they're going to be a ton of fun a part of me as a as a man pursuing an acting career is like this is perfect timing. if I continue pursuing this and then this starts happening, I could be in one of these movies. that's true I want I don't want to be in a Marvel movie. I want to be a, a supporting or lead character in a in a D and d movie. That's what I want bro that'd be awesome. That would be hype. <laughs>
1: Yeah, this this is a fun movie. I'm gonna change my rating actually too from seventy-five to eighty. That feels okay. more accurate. It's an eighty. It's an eighty for me. Okay. It's a B. It's a solid B. <laughs> All right. <Not laughs> solid B, but B. <laughs> Alright. For me, I mean, we've
0: been giving a lot of praise to it. There's Again, there's some stuff with the CGI that's weird. Some of the acting is kinda is kinda meh. Uh, and then some of the jokes, I feel like they're not going to land as well for other people. I was laughing le- at everything because I'm a huge nerd with D and and so I, everything they were doing that they were referencing, Ricky's looking at my vast collection of books right now, like that are all D and D. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I got a bunch of minis and everything. Like I love this. So for me, I had a huge smile on my face the whole time. And I also think that they did a good job of giving into one of the biggest assets of the IP, which is that they have an entire world at their disposal. There's no reason to limit themselves to one area. Rather, they did a good job of going from place to place. We got to see Neverwinter. We got to see the Forest of Evermore. We got to see Icewind Dale. We got to see parts of the Underdark. Like, there was a ton of stuff that we got to see that made it feel like Lord of the Rings in a way where it was a big journey we got to go on through the world and then if you know the map you know that that was the tip of the iceberg oh yeah it's barely anything for the entire continent that they were on uh so for me i'm going to give this two separate ratings because one of them is me is my biased one of i'm i'm a nerd and i love this and I could watch this over and over again because it was that much fun for me. So I'm going to give an 85 for that one. In general, I, do, I think that the majority of people, they're going to have fun with it. But there's if like you are not a big D&D head, it's going to just be like, eh, it was good. It was a good movie. Nothing big from It, it didn't make me feel that much. It was cool. It looked cool. And then you're gonna remember parts of the CGI, and you're gonna be like, "That was weird." It's kind of a weird movie. So I think the the average consumer that this review is a seventy. Yes, yeah, that's a, what I think this movie is.
1: See, we're floating in the same area. You but and it, a, yeah, isn't it a seventy-five overall. Yeah, I like that
0: because I it's a good home for me. I, if if any of our friends are like, Hey, I do want to go see that movie. I'll be like, yeah, cool. I'm coming with you. We're going to go see it.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd rewatch this again for sure. But you're right. I mean, as a movie for like somebody who's not into D and D, like if I had to, if my mom went in and watched it, she'd probably be like, man, eh, it's all right. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Like it was cool. action. it was cool to see the, the owl thing bear, whatever the heck that was. Yeah. Uh, But There may be some confusion on other parts On how things work
0: I feel like some people may be like There's a lot going on I don't fully get what's happening Uh, And so there's some beats That I think might be missed because of that Yeah Because there is a lot I do think there's a lot of jokes And a lot of story that's based That's kind of Focused more on the audience That does know D&D But that is the demographic they're trying to appeal to
1: it would have been cool. I mean, I think, Do we? I don't know, we probably mentioned already. I think it would have been cool to have title cards just to tell you like what the class is. Yeah. It's kind of nerdy for those who aren't into it. But I think like thinking more about it, that probably would have helped out though with some people. Yeah. Because I mean, who doesn't know what a wizard is? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or just be like source, like, like uh, you know, whatever, Sor- Simon, sorcerer, wa- subclass, wild magic. Mm-hmm. And then for that person, they get to go home, like, even if you don't know what that is in the movie, you could go home and be like, sorcerer, wild magic, what is that? Oh, okay, this makes so much more sense now what he is. Rather than, like, we had to, you had to, if you weren't, if you didn't really know D&D, you wouldn't even have known that he was a wild class, because he mentioned it at some point. It got mentioned early on, but it's, like, very quick. Yeah, you would have just skipped over that and been like, well, yeah, that was kind of wild, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Like kind of radical is. in a way. Yeah, like I, I still don't know what subclass the druid was. Like I, I don't know what she was. I, I
0: don't know either. I feel like she probably was like circle of circle of the moon, like uh, Carissa's character is. Yeah. Uh, so like, that's just because the wild shape focus, circle of the moon has a big focus on that.
1: I, I think maybe they didn't put the necessary subclasses in each of them, maybe to kind of protect themselves from a slip up of super fans of like. Oh, well, she's circle of the moon, but she She can't do this. She can't. She's not allowed to turn into rat. That's (laughs) not allowed in that subclass. You know what I mean? Like, so maybe it was a limiting thing. Maybe. I don't know. But I I definitely think that would have been really cool to at least put a little what their races, their classes and their subclass. Like, would have been so fun.
0: Well, I think with the Druid in particular, the whole scene showing her escaping the city and transforming 50 times into different animals was really showing like, hey, we're drawing lore from the game. We're not going to follow the rules exactly. At least not to start. Maybe later yeah. on they will. For right now with this character, let's let's just pretend that the rules say she can do this. Which makes more sense because sometimes
1: I think about it and I'm like, man, these rules kind of suck. Sometimes the rules are bad. Yeah, you're like, I- like... Like, sometimes I think, like, why can't I just negotiate for more spells with my patron? Yeah. That's just against the rules. It's just how it's written. It's more like, it's not necessarily against the rules. It's more of like, okay, Ricky, I, uh, we can
0: do that. But thinking about it logistically, David has to go and figure out what that <laughs> looks like. It's helpful if we fi- if we stick with the rules in some way. We can
1: do it. We can, but it's going to be a whole lot. But it's a
0: whole bit I have to do outside yeah. of the
1: game. Yeah. So it's like. It's cool. It's cool. I like the way they did it. Uh, I think it's a good good place for this to live. I think that's where a lot of people will probably have it at. It's about- a
0: good movie. If yeah, people want movie. to see a good movie this weekend, D&D, or I guess it's coming out Monday. It, it's a good movie right now, D&D. It's a good one. Go take your kid to see it is fun then they'll play it and they'll be creative more people should play D.
1: forgot to do my imd review but that's fine we don't okay. have to have it it'll every episode it'll come back hot cakes does Just not have to be in every cakes, episode we watched this before the movie's even out so there's not many reviews out yeah there. it's fine it's fine there's like it, 10 reviews it can come up naturally okay hey, yeah hot cakes we'll save that for next week yeah absolutely uh so mr wick uh, plug that in as a 75 and uh you can get that thing out of here and yeah, and there he goes, and just oh, oh! he oh. just got hit by a car. All right, well, well, cool. wow. oh, he just got yeah, right yeah, back yeah. up. He's, uh, he's right back up, and he shot the car. He's now shooting the car. We were gonna <laughs> censor those out, and wow, he, he's, he just yeah, all right, yeah, he's gone. Be seeing you. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Uh huh. Take care. We got get.
0: I don't know why he went outside. He's going to He's staying here. He's going to come right back in.
1: I got some ideas on how to get rid of that guy. Okay. All right. I'm I'm about ex- we'll yeah. talk about it. We'll
0: talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll I'm talk about we it. I'm thinking
1: we involve a dog though.
0: Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. We'll, t- we'll figure this out. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to Straight Dude Date Night. We do hope you enjoy. Uh, as always, we have a bunch of social media stuff. Just look up Straight Dude Date Night. Uh, big help would be review the podcast if you haven't already or tell a friend uh, about us. Uh, we're just very grateful for all the people who've been listening and have been enjoying our, our time together. And yeah, thanks uh, for nerding out. Thanks for nerding out. Sorry. Like, I mean, we did review this more than I thought we would, but also I hope uh, one takeaway from this is if you haven't considered it, try to try to play D D it's a good time. It's, yeah. Yeah. Big comment to DM DM us on
1: Instagram. And we'll tell you all about it. Yep. You may have heard that it's a big commitment and it can be, yeah, but it is. <laughs> there's also ways around it. I'm just making it a nice one night stand. Yep. Super so. great.
0: So with that, bro, Ricky, I've been playing this game for like, I'm not a huge, I have not been playing it as long as everyone else. I do think I have my first time playing this, I think was 2013 though, so it's been 10 years since my first game of D&D, so I'm very grateful I've been able to have a friendship with you because of this game, and then also have a night of seeing what I hope is the beginning of a fantastic franchise uh, with you. This is a great honor for me.
1: I'm happy we got to go on fan night. It just felt so special because fan every, night, everybody in that room was there because they wanted D and D. the The most packed theater we've had since we've started this podcast. Dude, we got posters, we got maps, we, we got the. We sick didn't even talk about the D twenty. Everyone should be bucket? jealous of the merch that we have now. Oh, it's so cool. Maybe we'll post on. Instagram. Thank you AMC. It Thank be- you
0: AMC. Thank you Wizards of the Coast. Thank you Hasbro. I loved this movie. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have a good week. Bye. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.